Image by Maxime Vibert Ward from Pixabay. BMCR will reduce flood risk from both sea level rise and storm surge for tens of thousands of New Yorkers, including those living in two bridges. Climate Strong Communities Program will accelerate design of projects in areas left unaddressed by Sandy Recovery Funding and historically facing deeper impacts as a result of climate change. Mayor says feds must create long-term and reliable funding stream for climate infrastructure needs. New York City Mayor Eric Adams today marked the upcoming 10-year anniversary of Superstorm Sandy by taking a number of critical steps to build the long-term resilience of New York City. First, Mayor Adams broke ground on the Brooklyn Bridge Montgomery Coastal Resilience, BMCR, project, which will install a combination of flood walls and deployable flip-up barriers to protect the two bridges neighborhood of Manhattan from a 100-year coastal storm surge, accounting for sea level rise expected by 2050, while also maintaining access and visibility to the waterfront. Additionally, the Adams administration announced a new program, Climate Strong Communities, CSC, as part of the city's strategic climate strategy. A central initiative of ADAPT NYC, CSC is a community engagement and project development program that will help create the next pipeline of resiliency projects that target multiple types of hazards. It will focus on neighborhoods that did not benefit from existing or planned Sandy recovery projects. Mayor Adams also called on the federal government to create a coastal infrastructure formula funding program that will provide approximately $8.5 billion in pre-disaster mitigation grant funding to enable New York City to complete critical resiliency projects, including the following. Coney Island Creek Ray's Shoreline Bushwick Inlet Park Coney Island Boardwalk and Beach East Harlem Coastal Resiliency Financial District and Seaport Climate Resilience Master Plan Manhattan Waterfront Greenway Wetlands Management Framework for New York City Forest Management Framework for New York City Tibbetts Brook Daylighting Project Ray Shorelines 2.0 Ten years ago, flooded subways, a week-long blackout downtown, billions in property damage and 44 of our neighbors killed tragically showed what climate change can do to our city said Mayor Adams. Sandy wasn't just a storm, it was a warning. Another storm could hit our city at any time and that is why our administration is doing everything we can to prepare and protect New Yorkers. We have embarked on the some of the largest urban climate adaptation projects in the county, with initiatives like the Brooklyn Bridge Montgomery Coastal Resilience Project and Climate Strong Communities. New York City's infrastructure projects are more complex, novel and unparalleled compared to any other American city, but many remain in various stages of completion, and we need our partners in the federal government to help provide us with regular and reliable resiliency funding of approximately $8.5 billion. We must continue to act quickly to bolster our defenses, prevent damage and save lives. New Yorkers deserve a resilient city, one that not just recovered from Sandy, but is prepared for the impacts of the effects of the next storm, said First Deputy Mayor Lorraine Grillo. Tools like Progressive Design Build, which the Capital Process Reform Task Force included in its initial recommendations, are essential to our ability to build the resilient public works projects that our city needs. We pause for a moment to reflect on a day 10 years ago that took the lives of 44 of our fellow New Yorkers and which, for many, caused years of anguish and angst during the city's rebuilding process. To avoid another catastrophic situation, we must, as a society, quicken the pace of our response to climate change, said Deputy Mayor of Operations Mira Joshi. 
This requires work and investment at every level of government. Consistent annual federal support for resiliency infrastructure, state authority to accelerate resiliency construction, and the city's commitment to expand our portfolio of shovel-worthy projects to the communities most in need before the next coastal storm comes to our city. As we reflect upon the tragic losses of Superstorm Sandy, we can also be proud of the unprecedented, heroic work that New York City and our partners have accomplished in the last decade to ensure we are much better prepared for a climate-changed future, said New York City Chief Climate Officer and New York City Department of Environmental Protection, DEP, Commissioner Rohit T. Agarwala. We recognize that there is still work to be done and that resilience is not something that has a finish line, but we are up to the task. This work has become embedded into the fabric of city government to ensure generations of New Yorkers can benefit from a climate-adapted future. I am honored to join Mayor Adams for today's groundbreaking of BMCR, a key project that is part of our commitment to infrastructure that keeps neighborhoods safe from climate hazards, while creating new community public spaces. Hurricane Sandy's devastation tragically exposed our city's vulnerability to coastal storms, showing us that not all communities are impacted equally or are able to recover as quickly as others, said Mayor's Office of Climate and Environmental Justice, Mosh, Executive Director Kizzy Charles Guzman. In the decade since, we have made great strides in adapting our city to multiple climate hazards, using a wide variety of tools at different scales, from some of the largest, most ambitious and technically complex coastal infrastructure projects in the world, like BMCR, to updating our building and zoning codes and educating New Yorkers about flood insurance to ensure that resilience and preparedness are embedded in the way our city functions. Today's announcement is about moving us into a climate-ready future by expanding our toolbox to transform our built environment, make neighborhoods safer, and advance equity. Climate-strong communities will be a transformative opportunity to deliver unprecedented federal dollars, tailor solutions to community needs, and continue New York City's global leadership in climate adaptation. With the addition of BMCR, DTC is rebuilding more than three continuous miles of Manhattan's east side for resiliency and to enhance recreation areas and open spaces, said New York City Department of Design and Construction, DDC, Commissioner Thomas Foley. This is a remarkable transformation over the course of just a few years to make these communities safer and provide a higher quality of life for residents. DDC builds other resilient infrastructure all over the city, including rain gardens and storm sewers, and will be on the front lines of future cloudburst projects that protect specific communities from high-intensity rainstorms. As we look to further protect the city from climate change, capital project reform will be essential to delivering future resiliency projects with the urgency the moment calls for. Ten years after Sandy, we have made great efforts to build a more resilient housing stock in New York City, but we still have a lot to do to ensure that everyone has a home that is safe in the face of extreme weather events, said Chief Housing Officer Jessica Katz. As we reflect on the lessons of Sandy and the impacts on our city, we must work together to build a New York City that is prepared for the next storm, especially for the most impacted communities, including our neighbors in NYCHA and those living in coastal communities. Our city's parkland is vital infrastructure, with 160 miles of waterfront property that is often the first defense against the impacts of climate change, said New York City Parks Commissioner Sue Donahue. We're proud of our accomplishments over the last 10 years and the continued work on long-term resiliency projects. But there's so much more work to do to protect our city, its parks, and its open spaces against the growing threat of climate change, 
and we support Mayor Adams' call for a reliable funding stream for critical infrastructure upgrades. The 10th anniversary of Superstorm Sandy is a meaningful reminder to us all on the importance of effectively addressing the devastating effects of climate change, said New York City Economic Development Corporation, NYSEEC, President and CEO Andrew Kimball. The Brooklyn Bridge-Montgomery Coastal Resilience Project is a crucial preventive measure to safeguard the Lower East Side from future flooding and rising sea levels. NYSEEC is proud to work alongside our partners and city government on this project and a series of other long-term coastal resiliency efforts being deployed in Lower Manhattan and throughout the five boroughs. We thank Mayor Adams for calling on the federal government to establish consistent funding for these life-saving projects. Superstorm Sandy measured 1,000 miles wide and took a rare westward hook that put New York City in the path of its onshore wind. It made a historic impact on the city, making landfall on October 29, 2012. With a wind field three times the size of Hurricane Katrina, Superstorm Sandy resulted in the deaths of 44 New Yorkers, flooded 51 miles, 71% of city land, left 2.5 million residents without power resulted in $19 billion in damages and lost economic activity, rendered 35,000 residents temporarily or permanently displaced, and caused damage to more than 9,100 homes. Brooklyn Bridge-Montgomery Coastal Resilience BMCR will reduce flooding risk, from both sea level rise and storm surge, for more than 44,000 New Yorkers, including many living in affordable housing, while continuing to preserve views and access to the waterfront. The deployable barriers will be permanent infrastructure, hidden until they are flipped up in the event of a storm. The location of the flood walls and posts has been designed to minimize conflict with subsurface infrastructure and to maximize integration of public space amenities, such as open-air seating, fitness equipment, and athletic courts. Climate Strong Communities CSC will be centered around environmental justice communities that have been left unaddressed by Sandy Recovery Funding and that historically face deeper impacts as a result of climate change. The city will create and invest in this program with the hopes of unlocking billions of additional dollars in federal funds through the Inflation Reduction Act and the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. The program will work to create model projects to address various climate risks, like coastal flooding, sea level rise, extreme rain, and heat in city neighborhoods that, for far too long, have been overlooked. CSC is a transformative opportunity to deliver unprecedented federal dollars, facilitate economic development, create more resilient affordable housing, and cement New York City as a leader in climate adaptation. Call for federal government to provide $8.5 billion in funding for pre-disaster mitigation. Since Superstorm Sandy struck, an entirely new class of infrastructure has been created to bolster protection for waterfront neighborhoods from devastating storm surge and regular tidal flooding. These infrastructure projects, such as the Eastside Coastal Resiliency Project, are complex, novel, and unparalleled in any other American city. A majority of these projects, however, remain in various stages of completion. The Adams administration is therefore calling on the federal government to create a new and consistent infrastructure funding program that would enable New York City, and other jurisdictions around the country, to complete a suite of critical coastal resiliency projects. Many of these projects listed above, which are large and complex, are the first of their kind in New York City, and are being implemented in a unique, dense urban environment. These projects, aimed at increasing protection against coastal storms that can damage waterfront areas and infrastructure, are either currently in construction, in design, or in the planning phase.
In order to maximize the impact of federal funds, Mayor Adams also laid out several important federal policy reforms to ensure the city is better prepared for future storms. These policy reforms include increasing the maximum amount of funding allotted for projects under the Federal Emergency Management Agencies, FEMA, Building Resilient Infrastructure and Communities Program, where funding is currently capped at $50 million. Implementing a uniform benefit cost analysis method to streamline how projects are funded through various grants. Ensuring FEMA forms a new program that supports construction for immediate sheltering after disasters, as well as temporary home repairs to minimize displacing residents, long-term hoteling and congregate sheltering. Reforming the National Flood Insurance Program to ensure flood insurance remains accessible and affordable for all. In addition, Mayor Adams highlighted several steps the city is taking to fast-track capital projects, as well as a comprehensive effort to reform the capital project process. Earlier this month, the New York City Capital Process Reform Task Force released more than a dozen initial recommendations that would speed the completion of major projects citywide. The task force was convened by First Deputy Mayor Lorraine Grillo. Progressive Design Build In recognition that several construction projects need faster groundbreakings and completions, Mayor Adams also today pledged to work with state lawmakers to pass legislation that would empower the city to use Progressive Design Build. State law currently requires a two-step procurement process, one step for a request for qualifications and another for a request for proposals. With the passage of Progressive Design Build, the city can quickly select a vendor before the full scope of the project has been established. This would facilitate early-stage collaboration to investigate existing conditions, examine engineering and construction challenges, and agree on solutions before determining a final scope and price. Further, it would result in fewer disruptions for residents, fewer changes for contractors while projects are underway, money spent more efficiently, and better projects for New Yorkers. The Adams administration also today released a report detailing Sandy's impacts, the city's recovery and ongoing resiliency efforts, and needed investments and key policy reforms to protect New Yorkers from future storms. There is no threat more existential to the future of New York City, or the world, than that posed by the climate crisis, said U.S. Representative Jerry Nadler. I have long advocated for desperately needed resiliency measures be implemented after Superstorm Sandy, and today's announcement on the 10th year anniversary of that devastating storm is an important step in protecting New York City and Manhattan in particular from future storms. As we enter the construction, design, and engineering phases of many of these projects, I look forward to working with our federal, city, and state partners to make our waterfront resilient and continuing to engage in robust dialogue with community members to make sure their needs are being met. I commend Mayor Adams and Commissioner Agarwala on today's announcement of a long-term strategy to accelerate resilience projects, including along the Manhattan Waterfront Greenway in my district, to help meet the overall infrastructure needs around our city, said U.S. Representative Adriano Espaillat. Superstorm Sandy highlighted infrastructure vulnerabilities throughout communities along the eastern seaboard, including in New York City, where it tragically resulted in the death of 44 residents and thousands of displacements. We have made significant improvements in infrastructure and technology in the 10 years since the storm made landfall, and it is critical that we implement these advancements to bolster the resiliency of our infrastructure throughout the city. While it has been nearly a decade since Superstorm Sandy, Many New Yorkers continue to feel its devastating effects especially the Brooklyn communities of Coney Island, Canarsie, and East New York, 
said U.S. Representative Akeem Jeffries. Our area remains vulnerable to extreme weather events that are only expected to get worse as sea levels rise due to climate change. In Washington, the congressional delegation fought to deliver the largest federal investments in our nation's infrastructure against the climate crisis. This funding will not only help New York complete infrastructure and resiliency projects started post-Sandy, but will allow the city to invest millions more in pre-disaster mitigation. Ten years ago, Superstorm Sandy tore through New York and left a trail of extensive damage in its wake, said New York State Senator Joseph P. Adebo Jr. Homes were destroyed, businesses flooded, public spaces were unrecognizable, and lives were lost. It was truly a terrible day for our communities, and we can still feel the effects of the storm to this day. Looking back a decade later, what I remember most about the days, weeks and months after the storm is the way we all came together as a community to help those who were affected. Since the storm, we have worked on the state level to strengthen our coastal communities and are working to implement storm mitigation measures in our waters so that when the next storm hits, we are prepared. In addition, we are working towards being a clean energy state to help reduce the effects of climate change. I will never forget that day and the damage we faced, but I will also never forget the strength of our communities to rally around each other and come back even stronger. On this 10th anniversary of Superstorm Sandy, we are reminded of the destruction to thousands of homes and properties within the inundation zone and of the low-lying areas of New York City, said New York State Senator Roxanne Persaud. I'm pleased that Mayor Adams is launching the Climate Strong Communities Initiative as part of ADAPT NYC. CSC will help us build on a decade of local, state, and federal projects to make our city and its long coastline more resilient. Much has been accomplished to date, but a great deal of work remains. With New York City sea levels projected to rise as much as 75 inches in this century, Mayor Adams is launching the nation's largest urban resiliency program to ensure the very survival of our city, said New York State Assemblymember Jennifer Rajkumar. The BMCR storm wall and barrier system we break ground on today will be critical for shielding millions of New Yorkers from a devastating 100-year storm surge, and begins the work needed for a resilient city. I join Mayor Adams' call for new federal funding of resiliency infrastructure, including funding for the forest management framework, so that the beloved Forest Park in my district will bless the people of South Queens for generations to come. Also critical is the Mayor's Climate Strong Communities Program, which will spearhead resiliency infrastructure in historically disinvested neighborhoods bearing the brunt of environmental hazards. Ten years ago, Hurricane Sandy revealed extreme deficiencies in our city's infrastructure and in our ability to mitigate flooding and storm damage, said New York State Assemblymember Eddie Gibbs. In East Harlem, we have sections of our waterfront that are literally falling into the East River. I commend the mayor on the Climate Strong Communities Initiative which will help to open up the funding needed to address the damages created by climate change. I'm looking forward to working closely with the mayor to bring these important infrastructure resources to the 60th Assembly District, said New York State Assemblymember Nikki Lucas. East New York, Canarsie, Spring Creek, and Brownsville can all benefit from the new Climate Strong Communities Program. The infrastructure needs in our district have been disregarded in the past, but this new program, which puts the focus on environmental justice communities, should move us in the right direction when it comes to fairness in the distribution of resources. As the climate crisis moves more swiftly and intensely, our city is at risk of losing a quarter of a trillion dollars in real estate to coastal flooding by mid-century, as well as significant swaths of our public housing, transportation, recreation, 
and industrial spaces, said New York City Comptroller Brad Lander. Accelerating resiliency and shoring up our shorelines requires getting the most we can out of federal funding opportunities and putting those dollars to work wisely and efficiently. The current pace of our many resiliency projects demands improvements to infrastructure design and delivery so that our city can complete the life-saving infrastructure that coastal neighborhoods urgently need. I commend the Adams administration for close attention to this work to unlock and accelerate capital projects. As Superstorm Sandy demonstrated, New York's waterfront communities are increasingly vulnerable to climate change and the storm surges that have become more frequent and powerful, said Manhattan Borough President Mark Levine. A decade after Sandy, there's still a lot of work to do, but initiatives like BMCR and Climate Strong Communities are extremely positive steps in the right direction to make our city more resilient to flooding and other effects of climate change. Continuing to invest in pre-disaster mitigation infrastructure will be critical to fending off the climate crisis' most dangerous consequences. Hurricane Sandy's wake of devastation includes issues with electricity, plumbing, and mold that linger in New York neighborhoods 10 years later particularly affecting our public housing residents, said Brooklyn Borough President Antonio Reynoso. Our city has a responsibility to the health and well-being of our communities to step up and supercharge our recovery and resiliency efforts, and I'm glad to see that Mayor Adams is seeking to do just that. I look forward to working alongside Mayor Adams and across our city agencies as we ensure long-overdue projects are finally completed in our communities, particularly our at-risk neighbors in public housing and flood zones, receive the protection and justice they deserve. We will never forget either the lives lost or property destroyed during Superstorm Sandy, said Staten Island Borough President Beto J. Fasella. I thank Mayor Adams for his leadership on crafting a plan to better protect New Yorkers from severe storms. For Staten Island, this will translate into expanding our valuable Blue Belt system, which has already demonstrated its effectiveness in protecting neighborhoods from flooding. These and other measures proposed by the mayor will help make Staten Island and New York City more secure and prepared when severe weather events occur. Among the lessons we've learned from Sandy about emergency preparedness, it's often better to work with nature than against when it comes to protecting our communities from weather threats. As we approach the 10th anniversary of Superstorm Sandy, Staten Islanders will mourn those we lost, remember the first responders whose heroic actions saved lives, and keep both eyes fixed squarely on the future safety of our borough in the face of increasing threats from Mother Nature, said Staten Island District Attorney Michael McMahon. We welcome increased attention and funding toward protecting our coastline and vulnerable communities because extreme weather events lead directly to public safety challenges both in the immediate aftermath of a storm and when housing, school, and employment are interrupted, in the weeks and months after as well. A decade after Superstorm Sandy ravished tri-state area shorelines, communities across the city, including the Rockaways, require critical infrastructure upgrades to remain resilient in the face of climate change, said New York City Council Majority Whip Selvina Brooks Powers. As one of New York City's most visited coastal communities, our city must continue to invest in sound, lasting infrastructure and coastal resiliency projects. As a proud co-sponsor of the citywide climate plan passed in the council last year and an environmental steward, I applaud Mayor Eric Adams and the administration's request for an $8.5 billion investment to ensure coastal communities remain climate-strong communities. I'm delighted to see ground broken on the BMCR resiliency project, which will help protect the Two Bridges neighborhood from the superstorms to come, said New York City Council member Gail Brewer. As borough president, 
I supported efforts to address the dual problems of sea level rise and storm surge. Obtaining federal funding now for the next round of infrastructure needs is essential to protect the entire city, investing is the best way to avoid the practical impacts of the climate crisis. As former chair of the Waterfronts and Resiliency Committee and co-founder of a nonprofit that organized grassroots relief efforts in Brooklyn after Hurricane Sandy, I am proud to see the city committing to investments in environmental justice communities, said New York City Councilmember Justin Brannan. The threat of climate change to our city is a five-borough problem, and resiliency solutions must not leave us outer-borough neighborhoods behind. I am proud to echo the mayor's call for completing these ambitious, community-saving projects in communities like my fellow Southern Brooklynites in Coney Island, who have been left at risk for far too long. Today marks the anniversary of Superstorm Sandy, which devastated neighborhoods from South Brooklyn to the North Bronx. I applaud the proactive plan Mayor Eric Adams and Depp have embarked on to improve our coastal resiliency. Superstorm Sandy disproportionately impacted waterfront communities in our outer boroughs, and will only get stronger as the impacts of climate change continue to grow. This resiliency effort exemplifies effective governance with a needed response to our past experiences and proactive preparation towards the future, said New York City Councilmember Amanda Farias. New York City needs to be climate resilient before it is too late, that is why I support the mayor's request of the federal government to provide financial support so that we may bolster our ongoing pre-disaster efforts. I look forward to continuing to work with Mayor Eric Adams, his administration, and DEP to continue creating multi-agency solutions to increase our city's climate resiliency infrastructure across all five boroughs. After being on the ground and organizing volunteers to provide support during the aftermath of Superstorm Sandy, I saw firsthand the need for our city to be prepared for future storms, said New York City Councilmember Julie Menon. Mayor Adams' vision to accelerate environmental initiatives and resiliency projects that keep our communities safe from an ever-changing climate is critical to combat the issue of environmental justice. The clock is ticking and we need to prepare our infrastructure and waterfront communities now to combat climate-related issues such as coastal flooding and rising sea levels. As a member of the City Council's Committee on Environmental Protection, I look forward to making New York resilient to an ever-changing climate. In commemorating the 10th anniversary of Superstorm Sandy, it is vital that our city pays homage through a truly sustainable resiliency plan and infrastructure upgrades that will protect New Yorkers and cement our city's leadership to impact the ramifications of climate change, said New York City Councilmember Kevin Riley. New York families today are still impacted by the rising issue of flooding citywide. While hurricanes and extreme weather conditions are inevitable, our preparedness and response to city development, as well as our action against climate change will make all the difference. The mayor's commitment to action-crucial funding, implement programming, and improve climate infrastructure is the comprehensive approach necessary to secure the safety and longevity of our communities. It has been 10 years since Superstorm Sandy devastated New York City, and while I am proud of all that we have accomplished to make New York City more storm-resistant, the reality is that flooding continues to be a major issue all over the city, said New York Councilmember James F. Gennaro, Chair, Committee on Environmental Protection. It is crucial that we continue to invest in projects that help to reduce our flood risk. I applaud Mayor Eric Adams and the New York City Department of Environmental Protection for their efforts to accelerate resilience projects across New York City and advocate for federal funding for the city's climate infrastructure needs. As we continue to experience the effects of Hurricane Sandy and our more recent storms, 
We must identify and create opportunities to improve resiliency across New York City, said New York City Council Member Marjorie Velasquez. Neighborhoods in my district like Edgewater Park, Throgs Neck, and Country Club continue to experience flooding even after moderate rain. With CSC focused on underserved communities affected by Sandy, I expect there to be a higher chance that communities like mine will receive the support we need. I look forward to seeing the implantation of this initiative reach the outer boroughs and see unaddressed communities begin to recover. Superstorm Sandy had a devastating impact on coastal areas, of which much of my district was directly in the path of, said New York City Councilmember Ina Vernikov. While it is important to remember the outpouring of community coordination efforts, it is of vital importance to focus on coastal resiliency in our infrastructure, year after year. In this way, we are not only prepared going forward but can ensure that economic vitality and confidence continue to return to areas that was impacted. Ten years ago, we were plunged into darkness as Superstorm Sandy was an alarm call to the dangers of climate change, said New York City Councilmember Carlina Rivera. We lost 44 neighbors, and the Lower East Side was inundated in 8 feet of water. New York City must remain committed to long-term resilience planning. I thank Mayor Adams for his focus on protecting New York's many coastal communities. We applaud Mayor Adams, the city agencies, and community leaders who worked diligently to meet the vision of the Brooklyn Bridge Montgomery Coast Resilience Project, said Amy Chester, Managing Director, Rebuild by Design. This innovative flood protection system enhances the community every day and is a critical example of what we need our state and federal partners to support in every neighborhood. Investing in coastal defense at the Seaport Financial District segment, an area devastated by Sandy 10 years ago, is an investment in the future of Lower Manhattan and in the future of all of New York City, said Catherine McVeigh-Hughes, FDNA. Today's request for funding would meet an important need to fill the last gap in the Lower Manhattan Coastal Resilience Project and downtown's residents and workers can't wait for this vital work to begin. This has to happen. The Financial District Neighborhood Association commends the Adams administration. Lower Manhattan provides jobs for New Yorkers from all five boroughs and resides at the core of our transit system, said Jessica Lappin, President, Alliance for Downtown New York. What happens here and now impacts the city for generations to come. Fortifying the neighborhood's coastal vulnerabilities is costly, but the upfront investment will ultimately generate more employment and economic gains, a stark contrast to the catastrophic costs incurred from unmitigated climate events. Funding New York City's coastal resiliency projects is critical and urgent. As we recognize the 10th anniversary of Superstorm Sandy and the harm it inflicted on our communities, we are excited to learn that New York City Mayor Eric Adams will pursue federal funding to complete coastal resiliency projects around the city as part of his new Climate Strong Communities program, said Lonnie Portis, Environmental Policy and Advocacy Coordinator, We Act for Environmental Justice. Many of the communities that will benefit from this program are communities of color that, for decades, have experienced disproportionate burden of the impacts of the climate crisis while simultaneously suffering from decades of disinvestment. In the 10 years since Superstorm Sandy struck, New Yorkers have come together to build better, more resilient, more equitable communities across all five boroughs, said Carter Strickland, Vice President, Mid-Atlantic Region and New York State Director, Trust for Public Land. Trust for Public Land is proud to be a partner in helping lead the building of an entirely new class of green infrastructure that has bolstered fortifications for waterfront neighborhoods, reimagined community schoolyards, 
and better protected us from devastating storm surges and regular tidal flooding. As we mark the 10th anniversary of Superstorm Sandy and reflect on the lives it took and the damage it wrought, we must do so in the service of action, and that is exactly what Mayor Adams is doing by moving to protect our shores with the Brooklyn Bridge Montgomery Coastal Resilience and by launching Climate Strong Communities, which will ensure federal funds prioritize the communities that are too often the most impacted by climate change, said Julie Tai, President, New York League of Conservation. Nauf also strongly seconds the mayor's call for more funding and more action from the federal government to shore up New York's storm-related infrastructure and mitigate future damage from climate change The time to act is now, not after the next storm. With new federal infrastructure funding available, this is an ideal moment for Mayor Adams to put forward this strategic and targeted set of priorities, said Catherine Wilde, President and CEO, Partnership for New York City. This will secure the long-term resiliency of the city's most vulnerable areas. The business community supports the administration's approach to accelerating these projects, which are only possible with progressive design-build authority.